Let's run, climb, ride, soar, and start blasting our way to the alien main base on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for Culture 3, the Alien Wars, 1992. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 117, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you'd like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelzo, Diego Avila, The Feel and Film Podcast, Peter Guzman, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for your support, guys. It really helps uh, keep the show going, and it's so awesome that you're supporting us financially via Patreon. My name is Francisco Ruiz. Uh, I'm a dad, designer, and dispenser of destroyers. And it may sound like I'm dying, but uh, I'm actually just getting over a cold, plus I have allergies again. I know, it's like... You heard in Toy Story, I just had allergies, and now they're back, so it's a double well, whammy this time. That's allergies. Da, 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 da. Uh, but regardless, I predicted that Contra 3 Alien Wars would be a classic video game. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, Paul. Hey, Francisco. I'm sick, too. Oh, are you? No. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe in the head a little. Uh, I just wanted uh, you to feel better. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. What a friend. Yeah, yeah. Really, really. Uh, <laughs> feeling the empathy and the love. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I can't commit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, the, here's my trivial question for you. The packaging artwork for the North American version was created by Tom Dubois, who also designed the packaging for many other Konami titles outside Japan, like Bayou Billy, Castlevania 3, and Sunset Riders. Paul, what oh, game... Oh, that makes sense. What no, game... No, Bio... Uh, go ahead. What <laughs> game? What, what game? What game box art made you most interested in that given game? Like, either to play it or to buy it? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe Mega Man, and then when you see Mega Man, it's totally different. Like the original NES. Have you ever seen the... Oh, yeah. It looks like a real person. Uh Like, oh, this looks interesting. And then you go to play, it's like, well, when's the real person going to show? When's the real game going to (laughs) start? Nice. I don't know. That's what comes to my head immediately. Okay. Cool. And what was your prediction for... Contra 3. Contra 3, the Alien Wars, or something like that. I predicted that this game would be a tragic game. Whoa, okay. Interesting. But this is your first time playing it, correct? Uh, I played it little bits here and there. Um, uh, You know, like five minutes here, maybe while waiting at at a store or something. I don't know. But I, 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 I was familiar with playing with it a little bit before. Gotcha, gotcha. And we are joined once again by our game correspondent and tactics officer, Kitos Ruiz. Hey, Kitos, welcome back to the show. 
Hey, Francisco. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Uh, Kito Spine Trivial question for you is the PAL version Super Probotector Alien Rebels is identical to the American release in terms of difficulty, but replaces the original commandos with robotic soldiers codenamed RD008 and RC011. Kitos, do you prefer playing as human characters or non humans? Huh. That's an interesting question. Uh, I think I prefer playing as a human character. Oh, okay. Why is that? Uh, well, I mean, in these old school games, it doesn't really matter as much. But in, like, most games, if you have a human, you can more often than not have a human experience through the story. So if you're playing a robot, usually who's ever making the game definitely makes you feel like a robot. Gotcha. That makes sense. There's less less chance to see humanity. Sounds good. And Kijos, what was your prediction for this game? Uh, I predicted that it would be a nostalgic. Nostalgic. Okay, so we're divided across the board in our predictions. Let's see where we all uh, eventually land, though, after we... uh, Well, Paul, why don't you tell us what we're going to be doing in this episode? All right, let's just chill and let Francisco rest his voice and... um, (laughs) Kitos and I will shoot the breeze about what really matters is the uh, no. Never mind. Forget that. We need to get this going. So, Alice, let's have a roundtable discussion on uh, the video game Contra Three and talk about what we liked and didn't like, and include what we liked most and didn't like most, and then we'll come back for some feedback and announcements. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. スリルズカミングエスタブリッシングアナリシスセクター西暦2636年エイリアンの侵略が始まる人類の未来をかけコントラが立ち上がる戦いが今 Of course, it all makes sense now. Why didn't that Japanese guy tell me before I started playing the game? Man, that commercial's so good. <laughs> Got me so ready, <laughs> ready to play. It, it is. That music is so much better than the oh, game right. music. Uh, what? Oh, I guess we'll talk about that here soon enough. The music in that in that was was very compelling and definitely made us want to play the game. But it was a Japanese ad, so obviously we don't remember that ad, us growing up in yeah, well, outside of Japan. Uh, but what did we remember about this game? Here is our memory mind melt synopsis for Contra. As far as the story goes, the aliens have returned to LA of the future and only a couple commandos can take them down. Giant alien bosses and airplanes flying over. We gotta shoot everywhere. 
Uh, for gameplay, side scrolling with dual wielding machine guns is sweet, as well as vehicle and top down levels. It's really hard with no Konami code to help out. And as far as multiplayer goes, one of the first great games to play co op on. Though, how am I supposed to beat my brothers playing co op? So, Be better than them. Yeah, I suppose you could score higher. Yeah. Uh, that's because it doesn't necessarily take place in LA. It just takes place in the future. So, oh, we don't know. It doesn't take place in that's LA. That's a good point. Good point. Oh, your inception was incepting. Oh my gosh, uh, Paul, will you incept us with the technicals for Contra Three? Interception. All right, Contra Three: The Alien Wars is developed by Konami and was uh, released in Japan on February of 1992 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and throughout the rest of the world later that year. It's part of the Contra series, in case anyone mistaken. What? (laughs) Yeah. It's the genre. Do you know the genre, what they call this? Shoot them up. Side-scroller? Close. Close. They call this run-and-gun. Oh, okay. That's cool, because that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, and uh, the composer of this was Miki Hagashino. Sorry, Miki, I hope I didn't just, you know, ruin your name there too much. <laughs> um, it also came out on Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and Virtual Console. Anything else you want to know? Um, well, I do want to say that uh, Miki, I'll probably butcher the name too, Higashino. Uh, the composer also worked on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which we what? covered back in uh, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 18. So Good job, go Mikey. Check that out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Any idea how much this made, Paul? Yeah, more than me. Wow, that's not helpful. No, it's not. Sorry, I can't I seem to find... Um. They oh, did fine. really view it, it. It got high reviews at the time of its release. Well, I'm going to imagine since this is, I think, one of the release or near release tiles of the SNES that it did fairly well. So I'm I'm going to give it the, the good old power up. But yeah. listener, if you know different, please let us know and we will uh, we will sound a retraction in the next episode. Um. But you know what? Let's talk about the things we liked about Contra 3 when we replayed it here recently. Uh, let's start with Kitos. Yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, it was definitely a blast from the past. I, I have to say the first thing that just hit me as soon as I started playing, uh, and I, I end up always saying this, but the music. <laughs> the music uh, of yeah. uh, the game was just like... Oh, it just hit me so well. I was like, yes, this is what I want to listen to when I'm running and gunning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, was, it just matched the game so well, and I, I kind of want to, like, download, like, remixed, you know, updated modern versions oh, of totally, the same yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. maybe even <clears throat> just the same, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> old-school version, too. Yeah, and that was one of the things I liked, too. I, I felt like the music really sticks in your head, though that <laughs> might be a product of... He's just having to play through the stages so many times. Yeah, so kinda, I, I, yeah. yeah. It, for me, it was it was actually almost a borderline dislike <laughs> because <laughs> I had to hear the music so many times. Yeah, 
But uh, I think overall, it's just it, it's good. The music's better than the fact that you have to listen to it over and over again. Yeah, so. and and actually, it for me having to listen to it over and over again, it never got like oh, I have to listen to this again. It's it was always like this is just the flavor of the stage, and that's how I'm playing it. So that's totally fine. Um, There's one piece that I didn't like. Oh, which one? Um. It's the uh, the one with the uh, it's the where you're, you're you're like jumping from missile to missile trying to kill the boss in the air. Oh wow, you got that. Well, let's actually take a sidebar, and I'm curious. First yeah. off, how did you guys play this game? Like, uh, what oh, systems yeah. did you use? And also, how far did you each get? So, keep this. Uh, let's let's go back to you. Okay. Yeah. So I I played um, on. Uh, was it ZNES, the emulator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, what I did. Yeah, I played using that on my yeah. uh, Xbox controller. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. It, it what system? What system? SNES? Yeah. No, no. no. On no, what? Shield or something else? Or... Oh, no, no. Just on my desktop. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> and how far did you get in the game? Um. So, I got to... On what setting? <laughs> Uh, there was a setting. There, there yeah, was. Yeah, you can change the setting. setting. Yeah, yeah. So oh. probably so normal. The default, normal. whatever yeah. the default is. The, I didn't. Yeah, that's I didn't realize medium. there was a difficulty. Yeah. You're like, okay. dang it! I should have set that to legendary. Jeez. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have gotten very far. <laughs> um, I it's got only easy, medium, and hard. Yeah, I I got to just after the that that boss with the missiles. Yeah, and then I died, and I was out of continues. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this again. That's amazing to me. Oh, okay. That that I beat him. I'm like, yes. Next part, like, died right away. I'm like, I'm done. (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. That was that was hard. So I played on the Wii Virtual Console with uh, just the classic controller, Uh and I got to the bike, uh, well, hover bike stage. Oh yeah. Um, and kept dying right when that sort of uh, circle tentacle thing on the airship. When I get to that part, I could never get past there. So, oh, that's, what difficulty uh, did you play? Just on? normal. Oh, okay. the, the the default one. And Paul, how about you? I played uh, using the Super Nintendo emulator. I think it's the same one, but on the. Uh, the Shield TV, mm-hmm. NVIDIA Shield TV, mm-hmm. playing with the NVIDIA Shield controller. And I, I, on the normal setting, I got all the way to the last boss on the first level. <laughs> 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 with that little uh, turtle guy oh. with the flashy chest. Were you and, able to beat that boss or no? Uh, on normal oh. setting, no. But then on easy level... Oh, <laughs> I, I went. No, I got to the third level um, where it starts to go up. Uh, you yeah, like halfway yeah, through yeah, the yeah. level, then it <clears throat> starts to go up. Yeah, yeah, and then like these flying things would come up right behind me and yep. kill me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul, why don't you tell us something you liked though about the game? I liked the graphics. I think it was a, a small step up from the original Contra that I, I really enjoyed playing on mm-hmm. the original Nintendo. Uh-huh. Um, and it just reminded me of, oh, yeah, this is a 16-bit game. Like, it, yeah. it's, 
It, I thought it was well done. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, dude, you got to see these amazing graphics. But it oh, wasn't sure. like, <clears throat> I didn't feel it was like too clunky or like they didn't put any thought into it either. Like, yeah. I just thought it was, yeah. thought it was, the graphics were good. Yeah. It's very easy to see what was happening on screen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of the original game, is I thought it was cool how there were, uh, enemies and other homages to the original SNES game, like that mid-level boss was like the end boss for the first stage on the NES game. Yeah. Um, I thought, oh yeah, I was like, oh, I'm done. I beat the first oh, level. No, it continues. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, like, I like touches like that. Yeah. Uh, Keith, that's what something else you liked. Uh, the, um, the other thing I liked was um, uh, basically the, the difficulty of the game. Yeah. At normal, I thought it was actually, I thought it was is fair. I thought it was very fair. Mm. Um, it was hard, but it was fair. Like I, I knew when I messed up and I died for it. Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was very much like it, it wasn't necessarily because like an enemy was like really annoying or anything like that. It was because I messed up. Like instead of moving far enough, I didn't. You know, I kind uh-huh. of hesitated. You know, stuff like that. And that got me killed. I'm like, yeah, okay. The, it, 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 it's very fair. If I'm, you if you are, um, yeah, yeah. I'll have to disagree, I'm, but we'll go ahead and yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mostly agree, but I will have a bit of a pushback on you okay. in a little bit. I think I have my own pushback. Oh god, okay, nice. I, what, I, I, okay. I would not label this game as fair. <laughs> <laughs> For me, one more thing before we get to our classic makers that I liked was the variety of level design from stage to stage, as well yeah. as as well as all these like cinematic elements that would happen, like the plane flying in and dropping napalm, and then all these like mid level bosses that you had to defeat. And I really thought that brought a lot of vitality to these stages. That it wasn't just like. Same old copy and pasted enemy you have to kill over and over again. I mean, there was some of that, but there was also these like the these extra flavors that kept the stage interesting. So I really appreciate oh, that. One more thing, I thought the controls were good. They were very oh, yeah. simple mm-hmm. and and easy to let's say master. Yeah, and, uh, timing is another thing, but <laughs> <laughs> and it also, but I thought the controls were were simple and easy to grasp. And I also felt like they maximized the button use of the whole SNES or whatever we ended mm. up using controller. Yeah. Like every button had something that was useful to do. And so I really appreciated that. Actually, I guess the L shoulder button didn't really do anything except in the <laughs> top down yeah. stages. Yeah. Right. Well, what did uh. the. um? <laughs> okay, there's jump, shoot, bomb, and what was the fourth button? Switch your uh, guns. Switch weapons. Yeah. What? Oh my oh gosh, man. Oh man. I purposely got killed just to get rid of the laser. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I think we're going to have to stop so Paul can replay this game. <laughs> also, Paul, so that you know, if you press the R shoulder, you can point and shoot in any direction and you won't move. I what? wish I knew that. I, I learned that pretty late in my playthrough, oh, but that did man. definitely help. I was about to say I, I don't know if I ever came across a situation that would help uh, up to the third level, but well, 
<laughs> but okay, so I just I just learned to jump and shoot. <laughs> yeah, though so, I'm well, well. We'll get to that later. Um, I was gonna bring up something else regarding the controls, but anyway, cool. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with you though, Paul. What What do you think about the controls, Kitos? Um, uh, for the most part, they were fairly easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. Good to master. I I completely agree with Paul. I think there was only one part. And we'll get to that in the Discord. All right, all right, fair enough. I I have a whole rant to go on. Okay, well, before we get to our rant, let's rant about the things we love the most about this game. Uh, Let's start with uh, let's start with Paul. Um, I'm a big fan of the 2D side scroller and the shoot 'em up kind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So this fit. It was a good continuation of Contra, the original one. Yeah, but I liked how there was even more. Uh, like you said, Francisco, the different kind of gameplay, like in the levels, like yeah. the second level was from the top down, which mm-hmm. was a nice variety. And then yeah. like in the third level, it went up, you know, and yeah. over and there were some where, so I loved the variety within the levels. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, and I, I speaking to that, one thing that I noticed in that level three, as you scale up and that you're sort of in tandem with that that guy with the two legs, that spiky guy. Oh, yeah. um, it's interesting how they use that segment as a way to transition from day to night, even though you're just gaining altitude. But by the time you get to the top, your your mind's like, man, it's it's really late now. I'm in, it's in the middle of the night when I'm finding these aliens. But it's really just because you, I don't know. It, it, I just thought it was cool how they subtly did that to yeah. go from day to night without actually um, changing the whole background so much. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Kitos, what did you love the most? Uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm very much in agreement with you guys on like the, the stages and the variety. I love that not only is it a side scroller and it's like top down uh, too, it has that top down section yeah, yeah. and then it has the hover bike section it it like had all these things and they were just so like perfectly uh aligned Mm -hmm. so it never felt like i was in one thing too much yeah Yeah. i felt like i always the game was always changing Mm -hmm. in front of me and i I just agree i agree with you guys i just wanted to add that the thing i loved most the thing i loved most is every stage has enemies that are unique and different like yeah. Yeah. They are, the enemies are so cool and well done mm-hmm. i i loved fighting them all like mm. the the from from the mini bosses um like like you're saying that guy with the two feet yeah, yeah, climbing yeah. up the wall yeah i love that he turns into a boss right yeah, yeah. and i i it's just so cool that they do stuff like that or yeah. if if when during the hover bike they have that ship flying overhead and you're fighting every like bit of the ship yeah uh, I, I I thought that was so cool. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, the uh, it, it's just no enemy felt like it was just a reused asset. Yeah, they they yeah. really they really just um, they had their own flair and own style of fighting them. It was it was really cool. I I love that. Yeah, and speaking to that, when I was replaying through this, I'm like, wow, they packed all this different stuff into. A oh, 16 bit game? I was yeah. floored by that. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't remember this much variety. In, uh, I thought in I the remembered game. two enemies and, and I was blown away yeah, how yeah. much there was. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Anyway, uh, so the thing I love the most, you, you mentioned the bosses, Kidos. Yeah. And the bosses are definitely tough. And, and this is almost a dislike, a dislike for me, but um, they're definitely tough at first. But it's so super satisfying, at least it was for me, to figure out the pattern and how to defeat them. And then you, because like, okay, so pretty much after the third stage, that crawling up the crawling up guy that yeah. kept killing me over and over and over again. I'm like, he just goes to wherever I go and then like drills me in. How am I supposed to get away? And then I finally right. figured it out. Then I get to the last boss of that stage. I'm like, it's these two hangy guys. And then I didn't realize that I had forgotten that I can climb on the ceiling. And yeah. uh-huh. so I'm like, how am I supposed to dodge these guys? There's no <laughs> way. But then, oh, okay. I can be on the ceiling. So that definitely yeah. helped. Yeah. Um, but then after that, there's another boss. I mean, just it's like, come on, there's so many bosses here. But um, I but, I love that they would have boss after boss. Yeah. No in between either. It was pretty. Uh, games don't do that. There's oh no. Always, like, yeah. Stuff in between. So yeah. that was so interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I agree with you on that point completely. Yeah. I, once you figured out the pattern, it felt good knowing, oh, yeah. then you could you could beat it. Exactly. Uh, it felt good. Exactly. All right, so those are the things we love most about Contra 3. Now, uh, before we get to the things we didn't like, things oh, we want to oh. rant about. Oh, go for it, keep this. Uh, uh, I, I just wanted to ask you, um, like, what was your strategy on that guy with the, you know, where he follows you and then drills in? I, I found what my strategy oh, was. So I would like go to as high up and then wait a little bit, then starts going down to as far down. And yeah. I would just keep sort of going back and forth, back and forth. And every so often he would just come in yeah. somewhere above or below me. And then I would just diagonally shoot into him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I basically found the same thing. If you just go all the way up, uh-huh. all the way down, yeah, yeah. all the way up, he like can't track you because exactly. he's expecting you to like hesitate. And then yep, you do, yep. and then you, you get killed. <clears throat> yeah. I was like, okay, that's it. I just went all the way <laughs> up, and he he like he tried to, but he couldn't. Yeah. 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 Uh, and here, uh, me, it took me forever to figure out the mini boss in the first level. The tank is just to get behind it and shoot at it because it would always <laughs> kill me. Oh wait, but oh, you can get behind it. Yeah. Oh, I could never kill it when it was in front of me. Really? Oh, yeah. Man. That's so. Weird. As it as as it's like as the wall comes down uh-huh. and it comes out, I run over to the other side and just shoot it from oh, the back. Yeah. Oh, that's I, an awesome I, tip. I didn't realize that. I vaguely yeah. remember Katek and Esteban doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a, yeah, that's right. Oh my. Wow. Well, congratulations to both of you for yeah. figuring out how to kill it from the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I give kudos to you, Paul, for figuring that out, that hack. Now, I'll say again before we get to the things we didn't like about Contra 3. We have uh, one comment from Facebook. We like to go out to social media and say, what, what do you remember about these games and movies we cover? And um, Steve Hamilton says, uh, we asked, what do you remember about Contra 3? He says, impossible. The top-down view was crazy awesome for the time, but it wasn't user-friendly. Um, if you got to the chopper mission, then you just went into full on rage because Satan designed that level. (laughs) (laughs) 
Impossible. <laughs> I bet I didn't quite get that far. It sounds like uh, Kito's did. But uh, yeah. thank you, Steve, for that comment. That's awesome to hear. Uh, now let's get to the things we didn't like about Contra 3. Uh, let's start with Paul. What I didn't like is uh, what, again, this goes uh, a little against what Kitos was saying, is that how unfair this game was. Like, um, okay, first of all, one hit, you're dead. I'll get into that later. But, <laughs> it, like, on the first level, the the turtle guy's breathing fire, and he's, like, in the middle, so I'm trapped at the bottom. And then the bottom thing shoots out a little uh, little bullet. There's no way I can dodge. I jump into the fire and get hit by the bullet. There's several different things that are just so unfair. There's, like, a fireball that comes out of nowhere so fast. Or these aliens come up behind you, and you're like, wait a minute. How is that even fair? I couldn't even have time to dodge. So I, I just don't think it's fair. Man, if you thought that was unfair, yes. if, you, if you saw the helicopter part, you'd lose your mind. See? That's what I'm talking about. I knew it was only getting worse as I was getting along. <laughs> I was like... Well, Paul, you just had to kill the turtle guy before he gets a shot off, so... I can't... Well, I found out later if I had a certain weapon, yeah. he would die fast. Yeah. Like, different enemies die fast with different weapons. Yeah. But uh, you have to die 30 times to find out which <laughs> one does which. It builds, puts hair on your chest, Paul. Uh, it takes, <laughs> yeah. It gives you gray hairs, too. Yeah. yeah. Too. It steals your life essence is what it does. Kito, <laughs> uh, what's something you don't like? Um, so there is one thing I found unfair, um, and that is... Only one thing? <laughs> one thing. <laughs> well... I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but there were points like specifically, well, I don't think Paul had happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were points where there were like spinning blades, which you could latch onto. Yeah. And, and your character would just hang from it and you jump from the next one to the next one. Um, uh, there was also like, there were some other parts where this mattered, but I found that <laughs> if you died at just the right time, and this happened to me, if you died at the right time in the wrong place, you, when you respawn, you would just die instantly again. It oh, just wow. lose all your that lives. happened to me. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh my gosh. Are you, because like the it, re it respawned you into a dangerous area? Yeah, so it would respawn me into like where it wants me to attach to the, 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 the blade, but then the blade would be moving, so yeah. it would attach me there. And then i try and get to the next one, i just die instantly. Like, yeah. my character just kept falling over and over again. Oh, see? That's oh, what that I'm talking about. <laughs> that that happened twice while I was going through. Oh, interesting. Through. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it wasn't like some fluke thing. No, it, it, I, it it's it's a part I, that happened. So. Huh. But Good to that know. was yeah, super I'll, annoying. Wow. That, um, that, that, that sucked. That, that would suck. I, I'm glad I didn't run into that. Um. One thing, though, that I didn't like was how do these guns hold so much ammo? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Actually, add that one to my like list. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, I do, too. I'm Reality, like, no, but give me more ammo because I need it. Like, it just keeps firing. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm like, okay, this is 
not very believable. But you right. prefer the bombs? Like, oh, I only got two. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be fun if you had to, like, constantly get ammo. It wouldn't be as fun, but it's still, like, I wish they, at least in the, in the, um, flavor text of the instruction manual speak to, oh, these future weapons uh, uh, generate their own uh, ammunition or something. But Maybe it's uh, implied. Well, it needs to be implicit. Okay, this, uh, what's something else you don't like? Uh, so I didn't. I don't know how you guys felt, but I did not like the bomb at all. I, I, I thought the bomb was like the worst like side weapon, like screen clear thing. I hated how it like slowed the game down and like slowed everything. I, don't oh, know I would always it. just use it for the boss just to do extra damage. So that's what I used it for. Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. But I, I just didn't like how it worked. All right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, it, it, I, 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 don't know, I felt like it wasn't the coolest. Uh, like what coolest. would have you, what would have been cooler? Uh, I feel like if it was faster, <laughs> uh, it, it also, should, I don't know, you do it and like, I don't know. Pretty much like, if it didn't drop frame rate. Um, well it drops frame rate, but it's not the frame rate that I don't like. I don't like the fact that it like, you have to wait for the circle to like hit everything. Like an actual yeah. bomb. Well, well, no, it would be much faster. And then I, what I didn't like is like, okay, is it actually hurting? Or you know, like on a boss, it's like, is it actually doing damage, or are these just like flares that do nothing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, and then mm. how it wasn't like an explosion or anything. It was just this like, yeah, thing. You know, I don't know. It just compared to all the guns and explosions and everything else happening. I felt like it was kind of out of place, honestly. That's fair. And what's one more thing you didn't like, Kitos? <laughs> uh, and and uh, the last thing before we get to Travis yeah, Rangers yeah, yeah. is uh, I didn't like uh, the the different weapon types. Uh, like, I, I thought that that would be kind of cool, and I thought that would go like somewhere on my like list, but... I think most of the weapons actually sucked. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I I liked like the heat seek. I don't remember the heat seeking missiles. Those are yeah, cool. the homing missile. Yeah, yeah, and I liked a couple. I would, but because this is part three of Contra, you know what I mean. The third one, and I was like, let's have a lot more variety. Yeah. Uh, so like, I was dis- yeah. disappointed in that, but I was glad the fire worked better than the original the Contra. Are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flamethrower was actually really awesome. Yeah, that, yeah. And that was like the cluster bomb one. I felt like that did a lot of damage. Uh, it did a lot of damage, um, which was good for bosses. But it was it was you, I didn't I was too impatient with it. It only let out a few at a time. I was like, "Come on, I need that endless supply." Oh my gosh, <laughs> that thing uh, hit like a truck. Yeah, it the, did. the cluster one. Uh, that one was that one was strong. It was hard to aim though, a little. But like the the homing was cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but that it, was my it favorite. Was, it was very limited. It's like it's so powerful early on, but the later stages they literally make sure it's not powerful. Yeah, I noticed that. Everyone was like, "Come on, this used to work better." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
they put too much stuff on the screen for it to home on, so you yeah. can't clear it all. Yeah. Kinda- yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, with that, let's move on to the things we hated most about Contra 3. Uh, let's all go ahead and kick us off. Um, and this sort of goes back to the whole fairness conversation that we were having. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like some areas of some levels, it just seems like the only way to get through them is to burn li- is to burn lives. Yes. Like, you can't get through them without dying, so... Yes. That's that's how I felt. Here, here. Hmm. You just I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I, I didn't feel that way at all. I, I like... <clears throat> maybe it's my young mind, but I could figure it out. <laughs> my young mind with my awesome reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't like about Hashtag it... humble brag. Is that... Not only did you die, but you had to go all the way back, like several things more. And it's like, oh, I have to go through all that. There should have been more uh, stops along the stage as far as like where you respawn when you die. Like checkpoints. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only so, reason I would say that would actually be a detriment to the game is because, like, if you wind up at a, like a boss with the wrong kind of weapons. It is so yeah, painful. It is like really painful. Yeah, and they try well, to do a good job figure of making it out. sure you have the right <laughs> weapons before a boss. So, yeah, it it helps to have the right weapons. Not having it makes the bosses way harder. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Paul, what's something you hated? What's the thing you hated most about this game? What I hated most about this game is I can never get my special meter all the way up so I can release the Hadouken fireball with like the super special move. What? Oh, that would have been awesome. Anyway, no. <laughs> what I seriously hate most about this game is uh basically the the one hit you're dead. I understand. Oh, really? Yes, I understand. Isn't that the original? Yes, but you they had the Konami code. If you're not going to give us the Konami code with oh, 30 men, okay. then do like like I'm a big fan of Mario. Do you know one hit you're dead with Mario, but Mario has these special ups where you can get certain things. So if you get hit, you're not fully dead. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So through the level, get armor or whatever that that'll help you through yeah. that. Actually, body well, armor would have been nice. Yeah. yeah they had those those shield the bubble shield thing. yeah yeah but that only but, lasted yeah. like you know three five seconds but yeah. that way when you when a random fireball hits you out of nowhere you're <laughs> like okay at least i had my body armor you yeah, know and i, I know to watch it. out for that yeah, for yeah. next time yeah. uh, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar um all right <laughs> sold Kitos was the thing you hated most uh, so the thing I hated most was <laughs> exactly the, what the Facebook comment said. That oh. helicopter boss was absolutely the worst. It was terrifying how like how difficult that was. Because everything I've said as a like, right? Uh-huh. It's a dislike during that part. Oh wow. The difficulty is still way overtuned. The music just gets on my nerves because I hear it so many times doing it over and over and over and over again, right? The enemy um, is like, it, it's very bland. You don't even really know what it is. I guess it's like a UFO, but it's oh, like weird. just some circles and a gun on it. 
So the enemy's not very cool. It's just it's missile shooting at it, and you're jumping from missile to missile as all these missiles are starting to hit this thing. Mm-hmm. And and you're trying to take out the guns, which are on the very top and very bottom, which are very difficult to hit because the missiles do not go all the way to the very top of the screen or very bottom of the screen. Oh so you gosh. have to like you have to like diagonal shoot the bottom one and you have to jump up to hit the top one. All while it's shooting other missiles at you. And it's it's like it's like gyrating into the middle of the screen, and every time it does that, any missiles that you're on that are close to it explode instantly, and your character loses control and drops down. And you better hope there's a missile below you, otherwise you just die. It is. And you got to start all over. So, like, way yeah, and then you have to start all over. It yeah. was oh my gosh ridiculous. That one, that part. Oh my gosh! It, it took me uh, t- too many times. Just That's way another thing times. I didn't like. Starting all over. I wish they gave you like a code or something because if you pass a certain level, that you could start at that level. Oh, like Mega Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, guys, I think we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? <laughs> Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. So, it's time to find out what we really think of this game. Do we rate our final ratings? Do we rate it a classic that we recommend anyone go out and play it, whether you played it before? Nostalgic, generally only liked by people who've played this game before. Or a tragic. Uh, even if you loved it before, it doesn't hold up. Just leave it in your memories. It's not worth playing. Pick it up again. So, uh, Kitos, what say you? What is your final rating for this game, Contra 3? So, my final rating for this game, Contra 3, <laughs> is um, I, I had, at first, I thought it was going to be a nostalgic. I'm gonna have to up my my final decision to classic. Whoa! Oh. Yeah, it's the, better than uh, you thought. I I feel like through all through the the faults it has, I feel like it is such a great game, and I think other games could learn a lot from it. Mm. And players, I think, can learn a lot from playing a game like Contra Three. Oh, like okay. what? Um, basically, like like um learning to look at patterns and kind of just think even though the game is so action-packed right it really asks you to think about how you can get through situations Mm. when it seems like kind of Mm. too hard or impossible so i I really like that well yeah but (laughs) only only if 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 you can't figure it out it teaches persistence all right all right fine (laughs) if you stretch your brain then it, it it starts it teaches like looking for how to beat things. Free like. your mind. Um, <laughs> well, that yeah. kind of leads into my final rating, and I went from a predicting the tragic to final rating uh, nostalgic. Okay. I think if you liked it before, you'll like it again. But what keeps me from recommending it as a classic is it doesn't give you the chances to figure it out like. Uh, Kethos is saying like yeah it asks you to figure it out but you get three shots that's it so 
I'd actually recommend the original Contra with the Konami code. We'll get you 30 tries instead of three. <laughs> but, Paul, you play through it so many times that you get better and better at all the parts you have to repeat. But it's so frustrating <laughs> to go all the way back. It's not worth going all the way back for me. Yes. Uh, I rate Contra 3. I'd say the same, a classic. Um, oh. Yeah. I, I want to go back and try to get further and further uh, just by getting better and better at each each level and getting through the bosses and just wanting to, yeah, just get further and further. So I and I really enjoyed playing it. Um, I, I I I'm trying to convince my wife Christy to play it with me. It's not yeah. quite her type of game though, so yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I rate a classic. So with that, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Contra Three Alien Wars a disputed classic game. Uh, we'd recommend any anyone go out and give this one a shot. Whether you play it on virtual console or find an original cart, uh, we think you'd be good to go. Uh, all right. Now, Alice, uh, will you please bring up the feedback section? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty. Just say comms online. Why do we say comsats? Because we're in a ship, so we have to communicate via satellite. Yeah, but wouldn't that be comms? Paul, if you want to I'm just file curious. that complaint, do it back in episode one. Okay. <laughs> All right, Superman three. Here we go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So first off, we have uh, some feedback, which I'm actually going to have Paul read for us. All right. Our uh, special thank you to Rob, Diego Villa, Josh Berkeley, Patrick Edwards, Nathan James, Norman, and Brian Keating for adding content to our Facebook group and retweeting us on Twitter. Uh, Patrick Hicks says, This discussion on The Last Starfighter is so good. I don't even want to hear what you guys didn't like. I know, right? I, he goes on to say, I disagree with all of what you didn't like just on principle lol <laughs> so generally i listen back to an episode even ones like this that weren't given the three-tier rating option oh good i'm glad uh he's going back that far he continues i tend to tell myself what i tend to tell myself what i would have predicted to see how I match up with you guys. Last Starfighter was a clear-cut nostalgic movie for me before listening to the discussion. But because of the points you guys all made from the uh, overarching themes about community and needing to be more than where you come from, I genuinely elevated to a classic. Deb was fantastic in the points she made, pulling out little things that I didn't even notice. Like seeing Alex's dad in a photo and deducting that he died rather than a sp than split from the family. Paul's wife pointing out that while Alex needed to get out that small needed to get out of that small predictable place, she could see the appeal for someone like Maggie, which gives more meaning to the line "What about Granny?" So thank you for your feedback on that. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen. Uh, uh, what is it? The Last Starfighter? Eh, I think we'd recommend it. So uh, Christopher Battle goes Some on. Some of you would. Well, I would. And that's all that matters because I got the microphone. Christopher Battle <laughs> uh, 
went on to comment saying, uh, late night slash early morning voting for the retro. Sorry, at retro rewind pod. That's our handle at retro rewind pod. So Christopher battles is apparently uh, late night, early morning voting for the movie voting. So good job on you, Christopher battles. We have our final five to announce. So thanks to you and, and anyone else who goes on to vote, you can still vote for the next five. Rob says, can you save a hoodie on the 4th of May? Large size. I can if you donate. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge there, Rob. And uh, Cinemile says, thanks, guys. I, Dave, am well into your podcast idea. Good. I'm glad you're aboard. Mike Withers says, mm, maybe, or maybe you are a good podcast. Well, we'll <laughs> let you decide because there are no more reviews. You have to decide for yourself. To clarify that. <laughs> Sorry. I had said uh, just one uh, follow Friday. Like, uh, if you're lucky, you're a lucky podcast if you have these listeners. And Michael Will- Withers was one of them. Oh, uh, okay. So he is so. responding like that. So thank you, all you guys, for your for your feedback. Yes, we appreciate it. Keep on listening. Keep on feeding back, and we'll feed back into you. Something How, is like that. A, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Um, it's reciprocal. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so some announcements. Uh, first off, like Paul had mentioned, um, our next five movies that we will be covering on the show are these, and these are what you voted on. The Emperor's New Groove, Newsies, Remember the Titans, Tron, and The Sword in the Stone. Wow. So quite the Disney uh, landslide there of movies. Uh, It should be fun. I also want to say that uh, Paul and I are talking about reducing the number of movies to vote on. Um, Like We'll still keep the old votes, but we may make it so that you're voting on a smaller subset, so that way people that may have voted in the very early stages, but don't listen to the show anymore. Um, Their votes aren't impacting what people that listen nowadays would actually want to hear. So we may be doing that soon. So if you notice the the list shortened dramatically one day, that's what happened. Um, Also want to say uh, Teespring. Thank you to everyone who bought a shirt on Teespring. It actually helped, uh, uh, was one of the things that helped fund uh, Paul get a ticket to come up to Portland in October. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to actually have some uh, in-person podcasting, and we're going to go. go that to- has literally awesome. never been done before in the history I, of this podcast. Oh, it's ridiculous. Wait, so. it has been. Well, not with me and Francisco in the That's same true. room. Yeah, you and That's me, true. Kitos, yes. I know, yeah. yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, other people have been in the same room, but not me. Yeah. So, uh, and we're going to be also attending the uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo. So that should be fun. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so, yeah, thank you to everyone uh, who bought a hoodie or a t shirt. And don't worry, they're still available. Um, uh, even though it's through Teespring, they're uh, continually. The campaigns are continually refreshed, so you can always buy a hoodie or t-shirt whenever you like. Um, that's never going to go away now. So uh, go 
by all means, continue to support the show that way. If you don't want to be a patron or don't want to just donate, um, though, by all means, do those as well. Uh, so uh, with that, we have just about reached our last nap point at the end of the episode, but not the end of the show. Much like a level in Star Fox or uh, Super Mario World, not so much in Contra 3, though. There is bonus content to discover. You don't need a cheat code, though, like the Konami code. Uh, you just need to become one of our Patreon patrons for as little as $1 an episode. You'll get access to our new tubes. You'll uh, get to listen to our 1.21 Game of Watts. This time we played Eraser Replaced and rejiggered the Retroverse, which was a lot of fun. Had some really tough questions. Would you replace, would you erase fried chicken or French fries and replace it with others? So we address that. Uh, uh, you also get pre post show outtakes, current movie reviews, and more. Uh, now, before we actually get to that point, Omega, Paul, take it away. All right. Next time we'll be going back to the year 2000. <laughs> and uh, for the Emperor's New Groove. But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher and support us through Patreon and PayPal. And you can follow us on the social media outlets like Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. And if you want to find me personally, Paul, that's me. You can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for doing um, more than your uh, share of duties this time. That is really helpful. Anytime. And thank you for being an awesome friend, an awesome co-host, and an awesome first mate. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and Kitos, thank you so much for coming back to the show. Once again, it's always awesome having you. Is there? How can people contact you online, and is there anything you'd like to promote? Thank you guys for having me back here. Um it's always a blast. Uh, always. Always. Except maybe some of them where we had, where we had to cover Super Star were, Wars. Yeah, that, that was, that was, that was a little rough. <laughs> but everything else is a blast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, Twitter. I go by um, at Cool Deluxe. So that's uh, um, at... Q O O L D E L U X X. Um, that's how you can find me. You can message me. You can follow me. Enjoy whatever content I have on there. <laughs> and uh, it's great to be here again, guys. Awesome. Yeah. So good to have you, Kitos. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX, and I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Thank you so much, so, so much for listening, especially with this raspy smoker voice that I have going on right now. Um, I just really appreciate you uh, listening to the show, subscribing, supporting us uh, through Patreon or PayPal or buying a t-shirt on Teespring. And just sharing the podcast with your friends, that uh, makes a big difference. And we pray that this show, you'd find joy in listening to it. It would help you through a hard day and bring a smile to your face. But like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs>
Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nav Point Omega. And return to base. So apparently, these commandos in Contra 3 are the uh, uh, descendants of the ones in the original Contra. So you know what that tells me? They didn't know up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A.? <laughs> no, that Lieutenant Dan. That, that, that knowledge was never passed down going. to their descendants? No, that Lieutenant Dan's lineage of being in every major battle continues. 